Welcome to The Way Shamanism. I'm Jessica, a shaman and the founder of The Way Shamanic Academy, where I initiate people all over the world on the path of shamanism through shamanic journeys and transformational programs. On this podcast, I share what I encounter in my daily work as a shaman and everything related to shamanic healing, spiritual warfare, and creating heaven on earth. This podcast is based on my own experiences and opinions and not a substitute for medical advice. Greetings, girl. Come journey with me. my world of phrasing right up to back. It's the daisy age and you're about to walk top stage, so wipe your lottoes on the mat. Hip-hop love this. Welcome, everyone, to a new podcast episode, the first of 2022. And I'm going to ring in the new year by answering a question that I get all the time and I have since the beginning of my practice. And it is the question, what do I think of ayahuasca journeys and plant medicine in general? So I think this is going to be a short and sweet little episode. So first of all, I don't use any in my work at all. I practice shamanism completely sober, just with my own consciousness. And for me personally, that is how I like it. I have never done plant medicine other than weed and um, hush. I have never really been interested in doing it. I haven't feel called to. A lot of people think that I'm against it, but I'm not. I know plenty of people who have done plant medicine journeys, whether it's ayahuasca or um, what are the other ones. There's, of course, psilocybin. A lot of people do cambo and I'm not against these at all. A lot of people think that. I'm not. I'm just not interested in them. And there are a couple of reasons. First of all, I think that people tend to underestimate how real the spirit world is and how it can affect you. So with plant medicine, what you are basically doing is opening up your crown chakra with a crank, which means that you are taking off the lid, the thing that, let's say, separates you in this 3D realm from the spirit world, which means that you, yes, can have incredible healing experiences, can get a lot of clarity, but also any type of junk and any spirit can come in and it can attach to you, and they do. So as a shaman who works in a sober way, just with my own consciousness. I see a lot of clients who come to me to try and undo the damage that they have from those types of experiences, which I can do. I just see the damage of it a lot and people becoming very, very destabilized over time. And personally, I would just never practice something that you can do without risk, with risk. It just doesn't make sense to me. For me, I am all about control and sovereignty which is especially when you're working with spirit is so necessary so i think a reason that i haven't been drawn to these types of experiences is also the fact that i have very intense spiritual experiences sober so i don't feel any need to invite or activate anything because i already have a lot uh, going on to control and you can achieve this without taking plant medicine so I do believe that in nature source gives us everything that we need and that these 
medicines are here also for certain people to experience and that they can absolutely bring incredible healing. I'm not negating that fact at all or denying it. But what I do feel is the most urgent and the most necessary is that people become actually awakened and independent and very sovereign in that process. So on that general spiritual journey. So a spiritual journey, in my opinion, is not something that you go in and out of. So you just have your life, um, whatever people drink, they take ecstasy, you know, you do a job that you don't like, and then you go into the Amazon for a week for this sort of ayahuasca immersion, and you take whatever messages and healing come from that, and then you go on with your, let's say, normal life. For me, that type of separation doesn't exist at all. The spirit realm or the shamanic or angelic realm is superimposed. It's kind of like a layer that exists on top of this physical 3D, earthly realm. And they are constantly overlapping, communicating. Everything that is manifested in the physical is manifested first in the heavenly or shamanic realm. So it's an incredibly powerful, potent realm to work in. Now, this is why you need to know how to work with it to, for it to actually benefit you in a sustainable way. Because what I see with a lot of these plant medicine journeys is that, first of all, people do them who don't do the work and become more imbalanced from that type of exposure. So the whole point that you come into this earth with is your own karma and to change it to transcend it to integrate it to do the necessary work and in the process you balance yourself out you restore your wholeness you activate and align your chakras and as a beautiful byproduct of that you activate your higher chakras and you start to have magical experiences spiritual experiences telepathic gifts um, paranormal activity, all of that stuff is a byproduct of you becoming ascended. And for me, I see a lot of risks and danger in outsourcing that to someone else, something else, a foreign substance or um, a, a different type of shaman, basically. So the way that I work with clients is to really empower them to do this work themselves. So what I see also with apprentices is that when they start to do shamanic work, it involves and integrates with every part of their life and everything is brought into alignment for them to be able to do that type of work. And that in five months is already incredibly accelerated because you are shifting and integrating blocks, trauma, things that have been there for decades, right? And as a side effect, as a byproduct of that healing and you becoming more whole, your gifts become more activated and you come into a deeper integrity and truth with yourself and with life around you. And that wholeness that is then inherently created is what allows you to tap into other things, other beings, other realms, because you know that you are already on a level at one with them. And the way that I teach is also in a way that is sovereign, that is protected and safe because you know how to control what comes in and you have a very strong boundary and clarity and you work for source with source only. 
because a big risk that a lot of people, I think, underestimate, well, I see that everyone underestimates it, is that in the shamanic realm, everything coexists, every type of spirit. So your guides and source, they're completely sovereign. They respond to sovereignty in people, okay? They don't respond to quick fixes. And in their realm, you also have a lot of, actually the vast majority of it is darker spirits, spirits that are lost, some that are neutral, of course, some that have good intentions, but they are lost, wandering around, looking for hosts because they cannot fully manifest in the physical, but they want to, they want to expand their dominion and they need life force for that. They need human hosts for that. So people that are too open, that are maybe a little bit naive or gullible, or people that are just looking for power, that crave that type of spiritual power, are all very good targets for entity attachment. And especially people that just open the door, that have open doorways, whether it's through these types of experiences or uh, occult practices, witchcraft, those are all open doorways that allows those types of spirits to come through and from what I have heard from people that I know that have done uh, plant medicine journeys is that they do see these spirits dancing around them attaching to them and um, it's a very real thing so you shouldn't want that type of let's say spiritual junk and if you're unlucky a powerful darker spirit attached to you. So this is a reason that I would never ever use plant medicine myself. So if you are listening, there's a large chance that you have tried this, you've done this. I have many apprentices, friends who have had wonderful experiences. It's just a fact that I also know many people who have had very destabilizing experiences and some that they're not able to fully recover from. So that's a reason that I don't want to do it, I don't recommend it, and I don't work with it. So if you're one of those people who is very attached to plant medicine, relax. This is not a personal attack. People can get very attached to these types of things. And I'm not saying that it's a quick fix for everyone. It can be very hard work. Uh, undergoing that type of ceremony is a big deal. So I'm not uh, downplaying that in any way. But it does not require the same level of commitment and forging of your own personality and doing the integrating work and the healing work, which is really a lifelong full-time commitment. And what I see a lot as well is that people will do, even if it's not necessarily a psychedelic drug, but things like combo, like over and over and over again. And even though People say that these substances aren't addictive. They 100% are. This is what I see in my work. It's also something that people say about weed, for example, that even though they cannot really identify this addictive um, element in these substances themselves, the experience of it is definitely addictive. And ultimately, any type of behavior can be addi addictive. It just depends on your personal uh, constitution and the attachments that you have 
And also you see a lot in these people that they don't really break through on a very fundamental level and they just keep going in and out over and over again without doing the necessary work. And in my opinion, a lot of the most important healing work and integration needs to be done consciously. Right now we also live in this consumerist society that is all about instant gratification. So we want an awakening, we want an incredible magical experience, and we want it right now. And people don't even realize like how incredibly dangerous that can be, how disruptive, and that you actually don't need any type of substance to have those experiences. And for me, one of the most gratifying things about the work that I do is actually being able to have magical things happen while you're sober, while there is no one else in the room, there is no potential other explanation for what's happening. It's just you and your consciousness doing that work and allowing for that type of incredible experience, whether it's just a magical healing event or a past life regression that happens or spiritual warfare or a visitation or a vision, really all of those things can and do happen sober and you can learn how to live a life like that every day because these plant medicine journeys, it's not a sustainable daily way of life. So my suggestion, my advice to everyone, my invitation is to do the real work and commit and do it every day and strive for something higher and know that it's not necessary. And also when you are bringing your life into alignment and you're doing the actual work, instead of reaching out to something external and uh, limited like time-based experience like that, when you are doing the actual work and actually committing, the gain that you have from that just from the conscious development it helps you in every other area of your life and it serves you in every other area of your life and it integrates and uplifts everything and for me this is the most it's really the only way to do it so if you are doing plant medicine and you're into that be super discerning in what you're taking why from whom but remember that ultimately you don't need anything outside of yourself. Everything, all the power, all the miracles, they're already inside you. That magic is already there. And when you have the right tools, you have the right teacher, you have the right circumstances and mostly your own commitments and a certain level of maturity about it, you can live that life every day. So I hope that this was helpful to you, that you enjoyed it. And I will see you in the next episode.